This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. I am joined today by the lovely Courtney Wick, one of my... <laughs> hello. Hello. Yes, one of my good friends. She was also in Little Shop of Horrors with me, my, my girlfriend on stage. How are you doing, Courtney? <laughs> I'm doing very well today. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent to hear. Yes. So, invention in theater there. Uh, I, wa- I want to talk to you a little bit about theater. How did you get started and how did you get your love in uh, love for theater? Oh, how did I get my love of theater? Actually, I think I have to probably talk about another person who does theater in Springfield. And who's that? I actually think it was probably Christy Lazaridis. All right. Oh, yes. Yes. She does a lot out at Muni and just everywhere. She's most, I mean, I think probably most people have had her as a vocal director. I have several times. Yeah. Yeah. At one point over the years. Mm -hmm. So when I first moved to Springfield um, in like fourth grade, she she and I became friends, and she was very involved in theater then. She um, she loved it, and she talked about it, and uh, she was always she was a child star mm-hmm. <laughs> in Springfield. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I I always kind of uh, enjoyed what she did, and I wanted, and I thought it was really cool, and. I, I wanted to do the things that, that, that she was doing, and I kind of just found a love of it and a love of the arts in general. I, all, I'm, I mean, I do all kinds of things oh, yeah. in, in, the art, in the arts world, and so I think it was probably her. I, I, I'm trying to think of a time before that. I guess, you know, I did plays and stuff when I was in kindergarten, thing, but oh, yeah. I think having a, a best friend or a friend that was super into it you know it really when you're at that young age um really kind of draws you in and you know having that bond with somebody and then of course all of your friends do it and it's so fun and you're all in high school and you get to go to the theater together and you get to stay out late Mm -hmm. and go to rehearsal and it's super cool i mean just to you everyone else thinks you're a huge nerd (laughs) hey you're you're talking to me don't worry about it you're good (laughs) (laughs) right but you know, to us, we were cool, and and it just felt like you have a sense of community with people. So I think, I think that more than anything really drew me in that sense of community with a group of people, um, all working towards a common goal together. Yes, that even is at a, even at even at a young age. Oh yes, that sense of community, which is it's so it, it is very it's unfortunate. Um, and it's you know a lot of people may have seen this. Uh, coming unfortunately with um everything going on in the world uh muni just recently announced they're having to push their season back uh theater in the park announced a bit ago and a couple other theaters um i mean how is because i i obviously i know you've been involved in the muni um both on staff and on stage um how is i mean how is all this um affected you theater wise well in in every way possible. Mm, yeah. So obviously, um, I was uh, I was casting Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. So you know we won't be you know we'll be postponing that till at the Muni. So we'll be postponing that until next summer. Yeah. And I generally um um, um I don't know what's going to happen in the fall and and 
I'm generally in the Nutcracker every year. Yeah. And I, and I when I think about that, I wonder will the theaters be open in the uh, for for the Nutcracker in the Christmas season? And I also, you know, I direct co-direct a show every year at mm-hmm. Hope where I where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, and our our musical was was canceled, of course. Yes. For our students. I co-directed with Corey Blissett, and we were doing Frozen Junior, mm-hmm. and, and we have postponed our definitely because we have a little population of students, and you know, getting them together in a group like that, we just we don't know. Yeah. So in every way possible, on stage, backstage, off stage, directing, um, yeah, theaters in general. That is a it, you know it's a it's a scary time, and we don't we just don't know. I'm also writing a show for STC that's supposed to go up in March. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just, you know, we're not sure what uh, what the future holds. So, everything's just kind of on hold right now. I am a flexible person, however, so I'm not, um, I know, I'm totally willing to wait. And I, I want to make sure everyone's safe and that we're all doing our part. Yeah, me. Yeah, me too. You know, we don't want to do, you know, a show where there's, you know, because of crowd limitations, there's ten people in the audience, and you know, they're, you know, they're doing a love scene with masks and six feet apart. I mean, it's, you know, you want to make sure. Yeah, you, we want, you know, we're willing to wait for these. So you mentioned hope. I've yes, I've been helping out. I helped out with Susical last year. It was a wonderful time. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, any any time. Thank you. You were too. We I loved doing that, and I was I was so bummed because I was helping out with Frozen this year, and we were gonna, you know, we're gonna do it again. But um, I understand. Tell me a little bit about then how you got started doing the musicals at Hope or working at Hope, um, as well. Well, well, let's see. When I finished my master's program, uh, I was looking for a therapist position, and Hope had just recently lost their art teacher. And um, my, my my master's degree is in clinical mental health. However, I was known in the community, you know, as just an arts person. I was the board president for the Springfield Area Arts Council at the time. And my very good friend Corey Blissett happened mm-hmm. to work at, be working at Hope. And I believe what he did was, you know, kind of go to the administration and say, well, we need a therapist instead and kind of create a different position. And they thought that sounded like a great idea. And so they did. And they called me in and, you know, asked if that would be something I would be interested interested in doing and combining my skills with my, uh, with my, new, with my newly found degree. And I said I thought that would, I would love to do that, and turns out I do love to do that. So uh, I became the art therapist at Hope, and uh, Corey and I now work very closely together. He's the director of admissions, uh, among many other things that he does there. Mm-hmm. And so we we decided to come together and co-direct a musical. I also provide art therapy and talk therapy and some on some other um, do some other things there, but it's probably our favorite thing to do um, and it happens in the spring and so it had it had been taken over before in the past by I think a couple different people and so we kind of brought it back and we wanted to revamp it a little bit broaden it and include members of the community make it a truly all-inclusive show 
uh, because that is what hope is about mm-hmm. in inclusion. And, um, you know, so we have, we have community members like yourself who yes. perform. We have people from, uh, from the Muni who come, uh, I know last year, Lori Barnes, uh, she came and helped us with light. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know you did, you also, uh, helped us with some videography yep. and, uh, you know, and, and we have students from all, uh, all of our different uh, areas of hope come and perform in the show or sometimes backstage and from, from our different uh, areas and our students come and see the show and we have community members come and see the show and administration we have them perform in the show so it's it's just a really neat different experience and um, i strongly suggest anybody who hasn't to witness it or to see it to come whenever we can put it on yeah because it's unique and it's special and it's really unlike any theatrical experience you will ever see pretty much anywhere else it, definitely in Springfield it, it really is when I first uh, started helping out with this I didn't I, I I'd worked with kids before but I hadn't I I didn't really understand much of right. what I was getting into and the more I, <laughs> nice. well no but the, I mean the more that I rehearsed and the more that we did the show I mean it's just it, it is re- it really was this magical experience and you know yeah. by the time and uh, you know I've everybody who does shows you know at the end of it you get your post show blues but I mean this was you know at the sure. end of that show I was so full of oh, emotions yeah. and I'm just like this is and you know everybody said this is such a wonderful wonderful show and a wonderful experience just like a wonderful experience yeah. all around so Yes, I do hope yeah. we get to do that soon because it is. Me it, too. it really is great. Yes. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad you had that experience, and it's true every time. I mean, you're exhausted by the end, but mm-hmm. it's also one of the most rewarding. Uh, yes, rewarding and truly, Absolutely. truly therapeutic mm-hmm. for the students and for everyone else involved. And the growth that we see from everybody is is. I think something unmatched in in other sort of therapeutic avenues. So, theater in general is something uh, that I think we can really lean on for for growth for our students and for for everybody really. So, yeah, yes. so come see it. Abs- absolutely, <laughs> yes, I agree. I just want to ask you about something. Uh, changing gears a little bit here. Uh, there okay. is a a service you do, and obviously we aren't able to do this this you know time period, but. Um, that we're in with everything going on but uh you do a certain uh a certain service a card service tell, tell us tell us a little bit about that <laughs> card service i, I yeah, oh, the, yeah the words the words are just rolling off I my will, tongue huh? <laughs> okay so i will call this yeah i call it performance okay i would say a performance art artistry i dress up like a um like a traditional gypsy mm-hmm. and i would I go to parties and I read tarot cards and palm readings and that kind of thing. And I do adult parties and children's parties. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, I can. I it depends on what type of party you know, because I can do Halloween parties. Oh, I've yeah. done Mardi Gras parties for adults. You know, at, at bars and mm-hmm. establishments and restaurants. Or I'll do like a kid's birthday party, but there's just like ten kids there. I did a Harry Potter birthday party. I've done birthday parties for kids that have their birthday parties around Halloween time and you know I can make it as you know magical and 
non-scary, or I can make it as completely genuine as an adult, you know, would like a character. All right. So, yeah, I I think it's kind of an art form, and it is also, I mean, it is because it is partly performance, yeah, art, and then um, it also is a little therapeutic, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people, a lot of people are just looking for some guidance, and um, sometimes they just want someone to talk to and to listen. And uh, a lot of times that just, you know, sometimes just having somebody there dressed up funny (laughs) (laughs) is all all they need to break that wall down. So, yeah, that's something I do. And uh, I started that probably right before all of this hit. It was just last year and it's it's going very well. I'm not doing that right now, obviously. Um waiting until things are a little safer because that's a very intimate sort of setting yeah and people aren't having parties right now no. so that's fine but uh once we can start that back up absolutely you can find me uh, on facebook mm-hmm. at uh with gypsy Tiro. okay uh <laughs> yes oh uh so courtney what yeah. is next for you what is next for me, I mean, well, as as um, I mean, you know, as soon as we can get stuff going for theater now, all that sort of stuff. Uh, as I as I said, I'm usually in the Nutcracker, so I'm hoping that we'll be able to perform that this year. It's one of my favorite things I do every year. Yeah, and I I absolutely adore being in the Nutcracker, and it's a magical Christmas tradition. So something I enjoy to do. I also really love doing the Festival of Trees. Yes. It's not it's not theater, but it is I it is one of my pride and joys in Springfield. It's something that brings tons of people together yes, to create big, really cool stuff. Yes, a big community. Um, yes, big community event. Yes. Um, holiday traditions. I am a uh, an avid competitor of creating Christmas trees. I have three ribbons to prove it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, that's another thing. I already have like half a garage full of art supplies for my Christmas tree should we be able to do that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I am currently working on a play. I'm writing a play right now. Okay. So um, I'm hoping that can go up at some point. All right. And um, I am also cast in Mamma Mia, as I mentioned earlier. So you yes. will be seeing me sometime in that show, hopefully mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. And oh, um, also the legacy. So I don't yes. know. Um, the legacy is are, they're doing this really cool performance piece set right now on social media called Ghost Light Song. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah, they're so beautiful, and they've graciously asked my husband and I to uh, perform a couple um, songs for them. So nice. I think we'll be going. That'll probably be the absolute next thing. Okay. Because we're going to be going over there in the next week or so, um, and recording some songs. So that'll probably be the next thing. That's what's next. All right. And then comes who knows what. So yes. Yeah. All right. Courtney, this this was a blast. I love talking to you always, and we are uh, we're gonna do this again soon. All right. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you okay. for calling, Kevin. Yes, thank you. Thank you for talking to me. 
Thank you.